Hold on one sec, I have to adjust myself because Derek's pushing my head down. Sunny, it's like midnight everywhere. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to the Geek Sea Games podcast. This is level 145. We're doing it live. We don't need headphones. No, this is, this is the <laughs> This is the Derek and Mika show. She's Mika. He's Derek. Together, the Derek and Mika. I'm Shane. That's Josh. Oh, you're a lot right now. You're so much. And that's Courtney Dossett. Oh, we are back with another episode of the Geek City Games podcast. Um, Wait, is that the opening? That's the opening. No, come on. We got to redo that. That's horrible. <laughs> I sneezed in like I, the I, middle of it. I, no, you know what? I, I liked it. Yeah. See, there you go. All right. The Bay of the Pod liked it. So we're doing it. Josh doesn't Josh doesn't ask for much from us. So. Josh is the Bay of the Pod because he gives up the least resistance to you. Derek and I try to boss your ass no, around. No, no, not that. Josh is very, very firm with me. That sounded very inappropriate. Yeah, it did. No, that sounded sure very did. Did you? I don't think, did you read the episode title? I don't think that I heard I it. I don't think he read the episode titles <coughs> at all, or the notes. Don't tell my boyfriend I'm eating chicken nuggets. No, so the main title is, it's kind of, it's like a Chinese proverb. Uh, <laughs> it's, if you record a podcast, but it never release, but never release it, did it ever even exist? It, 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 it does. It, and it, 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 dad, it, it dad it does. Like, it sounds like a splat and that was, fest. That was a subtle <laughs> nod at the fact that the last episode is not released yet. As of this recording, it is not released yet. And neither will this by the one. time you by the time you hear this, it still won't. I mean, <laughs> Again, I'm back well, I, now, so like I can I can steal shit. I guess maybe steal I don't know. shit. You got. I can steal recordings from you and and edit them myself. All right. Now that I'm not on a field trip and not in the wind. I just like I, I just wish you would pick better like end theme songs. Just send me the files and I'll do I it. I just wish you would rec- in twenty just- minutes. It'll be done. And they'll all have Taylor Swift as end song. No, oh no! Don't do that. Don't do that. Maybe just have Matt Kelly do it. <laughs> Matt, I, I feel like Matt Kelly is like the fucking girl talk of goddamn podcasting because he can do five podcasts at once. Anybody who's in the music knows who we girl can't talk even is. Do one. Yeah, I oh know, my God, right? I love girl talk so much. Oh my god! Oh my god! Do we just become best friends? <laughs> I think so. Oh my god! We're best friends. Yes. I don't know oh my god! Girl talk is. so amazing. Is it like uh Is it like uh, a Korean K-pop band? What is it? No, Shane, you have to describe it. I don't know how to describe it. You're the music-y one. Girl Talk is a DJ producer that does, like, really complex music mashups. And when he plays live, he plays with, like, four or five turntables at once, plus a lot of, like, like synths and stuff. Did you know? Did you know? Do you know the song Tolerated by Girl Talk? No. Mika? Uh, no. Oh. I don't know song names. I don't know. He did a song called Tolerated. He's a big fan of track three. <laughs> he did a song called Tolerated with Waka Flocka Flame. That George from Lodger Films directed the music video for. Oh, good yeah. old George. Good on you, George. That's Jonathan London's uh, business partner. Oh, shit. That's cool. Dumbass geeks. That'll be the theme song <laughs> this week is Girl Talk Tolerated. Tolerated. Nice. All right. Um, the wonderful Cranavelts went to the uh, Electric City 
Emerald City Comic Electric Con. City? Electric City? Uh, Electric Ladyland to see the Emerald City Comic Con. Um, and if you follow Geekscape Forever on the Instabags, the Instagrams, uh, you saw all of Derek's lovely photography. I'm just... It's actually 100% Michaela. Really? <laughs> I didn't do anything. Wow. She's so good. I was saying that I wanted her to come to San Diego to come help with pictures because, like, damn. I wish. That would be my jam. Maybe next year. Definitely next year. No maybes. <laughs> we can at least plan ahead now. Yes. Yeah. Derek, yeah. Yeah, ha- planning ahead. Huh. Yeah, what's planning a- what's planning ahead about? You would have no idea. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so tell us about Emerald City Comic Con. Michaela. Oh, um, it was really cool. So hold on one sec. I have to adjust myself because Derek's pushing my head down towards the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> By four seconds. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 anyways, so Emerald City Comic Con was great. Um, obviously, I have not been to San Diego Comic Con, so I've just been to like our little tiny Vancouver one. And then one time we went to like a comic book thing, but I don't think it really counts as a thing. Um, so this was like so big and so exciting. And uh, they had like all these different floors in like two separate buildings that were connected by a walkway thing. And well, you guys were at PAX, you know what that building's like, right? Oh, it's yeah. it's it's in that building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the same place. I, I and, did, I, uh, I, 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 I just want to like comment on uh, me and Courtney gave you uh, to our badges for PAX and you came down and you visited for like 20 minutes in the convention center. But when you came out, your eyes were just like sausage. You're like, wow. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> she was, was very much like this that the whole weekend. Yeah. Aww. I mean, PAX was different in that, like I remember walking in and the there was just like these huge like, dragons or dinosaurs or like oh, like yeah. everywhere you turn yeah it was amazing was and i didn't like, notice oh. things was that like was that turned with a hard t yeah no, no. <laughs> i'm not hip enough to know what that um so yeah i didn't shane I didn't, got like, too turned at san diego comic-con and got banned oh it means drunk. I understand. Um, bottom feeding yeah, so Twilight. I, what? Bottom feeding Twilight fans. All right, all right. You already waited an hour for you, Shane. <laughs> waited an hour. You she's said gonna, ten. You said ten thirty. I got on at ten thirty. Just to go be a nurse at like six a.m. What if, if somebody dies tomorrow? That's on you. <laughs> oh, <shit>. oh no. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will die. So just be prepared for that. <laughs> Hopefully they don't die on my watch. Why is this I'm so die of old age waiting for Geekscape Games to come out. <laughs> <laughs> make a wish. This is Make a Wish Foundation. This is fucking Geekshake Games podcast released on time. <laughs> what if Stephen Hawking was waiting for the last episode? <laughs> oh, too soon, Josh. Like Forty-five ah! minutes. <laughs> Forty-five minutes. <laughs> Anyways, back to Michaela. Oh, um, yeah, it was it was really cool, and uh, there was a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know. I was just like. I obviously missed Thursday and Friday because I was at school, but um, Saturday we like walked in and it was just like 
I just felt like walking onto the like main show floor. I was like, wow, this is big. There's so many things. There's so many people. Like so much stuff is happening. A whole and then new we, like, world. Yeah. And then we like walked down one row and I realized that there was like a big opening in the wall and like a whole nother room. And then you like went through that room and then there was like a hallway and then a whole nother room of things. And I was like, and then like multiple other floors. And I was just like, oh my God, how are we ever going to see any of this let alone all of it and uh it was pretty cool what was what was the most uh surprising thing or um like the like the hidden gem of the convention that surprised you the most that like sticks out the most in your in your mind as a very novice uh convention goer um i feel like there's a few answers to that the like thing that i was looking forward to the most and was most excited about was the cosplay um which obviously you can tell from instagram i am very interested in Mm. um and and for this we got to go to the like i can't remember the proper name but it's like a big cosplay championship on the saturday night that was like a qualifier for being in a bigger championship and stuff um so we got to see so many cool huge costumes um and then i think like i'm always just amazed by the amount of different like beautiful art and like just things that people have created and are displaying and are like sitting there creating in front of you while they're just like hanging out um and it's just like like so many different types of art how do you even like take in that many different things all at once it was just really neat and then um we stopped and did like a demo with a guy for a game and i think that actually surprised me a lot because usually when people try to like engage you in stuff like that i'm like oh god don't look at me i don't want to have to talk to you ah, yeah exactly but um it was a game that it. Derek was interested in so we like stopped and and talked to the guy and then he was like oh do you like want to play around and so we like played around of this game and i was like oh my god this is the best way to buy a game ever because you like actually get to play it and decide if you like it and somebody's explaining it to so you what was the game uh it's called grim forest it's like based on fairy tales and so you're like you're a, one of the three little pigs and then you have to like build houses but then all these other like monsters and stuff from different fairy tales are like stopping you in different ways from being able to like get your supplies or whatever and so you're like competing to like see who gets to build their three houses first oh. um, yeah it was really fun if if we ever get to see you guys and you can come visit us then we can play maybe it, it'd be good uh, uh can we start a kickstarter to have mika uh come down to um san diego comic-con any go go i feel like we need to mm-hmm. i support i, 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 mean, don't I really i feel like i out. really as much as i would like to see her there i really really hate those like personal like i want to do something help me do something like like gofundmes so i feel like i'm not down for that as much as i would like to see her. i mean <laughs> I I would take a second job so you could come with us to San Diego Comic Con. You need to take Sorry. a first job before you can take a second job. Eat my ass, Shane. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Courtney. That's very sweet of you. She's my best friend. Don't steal her from me. Like one over shift, and you can. You afford can have it. more than one best friend, Shane. <laughs> I don't believe you. Um, I do feel like hopefully next summer, I guess, like a year and a half from now, I would yeah. like to try and... Maybe if you get your articles up, you know? Hey, you know what? I fucking wrote that article and I haven't written my paper, so I don't want to hear from you. Whoa. <laughs> Priorities! 
Yeah. 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 Derek, she's, she, she's written an article. You, how many podcasts have you edited? <laughs> Fucking, I'll edit every single one from now on. Yeah, like, I, just send I, I won't let you. <laughs> Jesus. So like besides 30 like... minute turnaround time, like just do it. <laughs> I, listen, I used to stay up till three or four in the morning when we when we had to like sync Josh's fucking netbook and Juan's like buggy ass Lenovo. Like, you don't give me thirty That's minute totally. turnaround time. I, I perfected the laziness. <laughs> so, yeah, but then I went and got out a new computer just for you. Yeah. Oh. So. So what's your what's your excuse? This <laughs> is laziness. So at, so at Emerald City, did they have any cool giant lizards like they did at? Oh, I was actually that was one of the first things that I was kind of like noticed and I I think I even asked Derek like if it's because it's a different kind of convention or like what was up with that because they did have some like they had some big things but they weren't really like there was a big Kirby inflatable thing but it was kind of off in a corner and then there was like a pugly booth selling things and there was like a giant pug above that but like nothing that felt as like epic and mesmerizing as those giant reptiles yeah um and so i don't know if that's because the like variety of things at this convention was bigger and pax was more focused on video games from what i picked up in that 20 minutes i think Um, I, i think pax is more of a trade show and uh, Emerald City is more of like a convention, whereas like but everybody needs giant dinosaurs to sit on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh, that was my like that was the reason why I liked Pax better than like I loved San Diego, but San Diego did not have giant dinosaurs for me to sit on. Yeah, fun- funnily, funnily enough, dinosaurs. funnily enough, giant dinosaur is Josh's nickname for me. Mm-hmm. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what was that? What was your least favorite thing? Uh, about the convention everybody everybody has like a one thing that they just like absolutely like deplore um food was hanging really out with me expensive. all weekend no. no i mean after didn't want me to come to san diego maybe <laughs> but at that point i didn't know that um oh. yeah i think like food was expensive and at one point we had to stand outside for like 45 minutes in the cold mm. and that was not fun but like that was a choice that we made so that we wouldn't have to stand and she only for complained the whole time i definitely Definitely did. So but, I mean, I warned you that I would. So. so so it is funny that Courtney is Derek and I am Mika. I would <laughs> I would sit and you bitch. do complain a lot at conventions. You're right. <laughs> Excuse me, I do. I mean, but I would also rather sit outside and be cold than stand for an hour. I would make that choice totally. But I would also complain about it the whole time. So I don't feel that that's a fair comparison. No, Derek's right. I definitely bitch like way way more. <laughs> I'll never I mean. I'll never forget like. My worst Comic Con ever. I was like at the last minute conscripted to interview um, Critical Role. I had never heard of these people at all. No. I hate you so much for this. I don't want to talk about it. It's starting <laughs> to make me mad. I talked with Heidi today about them for like 20 minutes and now I'm real sad. So uh, somebody else was supposed to interview him and then all of a sudden Derek was supposed to interview him. And then, no, I never was supposed to interview him. Who was supposed to interview him? I don't know. Wait, I think Matt you Kelly. I didn't involve, so somebody was, somebody was, and then, then all of a sudden, it was like, hey, Shane, you're doing this. I didn't know who anybody was, and so I fucking, I, I it's a thousand degrees, it's muggy, I'm super dehydrated, had a lot of drama going on back home, just totally disconnected, totally disconnected. You met critical role! 
And I'm like, I'm like, Derek, what do I do? I don't know who these people are. He's like, oh, just go on and, and watch. You read the Wikipedia and watch an episode before you go. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. An episode was three hours long. And I'm like, ah, fuck. I've never watched it. How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> Hell is critical role. I hate you both. And, oh, so much. And the best. Jane, can you tell us? What? Critical role? Like a Dungeons and Dragons show. It's, it's, like it's a bunch of. Dungeons and Dragons hey, show. It's got is... Matt Mercer. It's got Ashley Johnson. It's got I do know Ashley Bailey. Johnson. It's Not personally, best. but of. of um, it's a bunch of voice actors marry, that play D&D. I want to marry all of them. And they're very popular. Um, oh. I uh, got to interview them in this weird back hallway at the convention center. And <sighs> probably one of the weirdest things ever is that when we like, it's like, hey, it's time for a panel. You want a seat with us? Okay. And I walked out like, like with them as they were like, like entering the stage and an entire room started, an entire room started to cheer. And then I walked out and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Second best thing ever. I'm sitting there and I'm like texting pictures to Courtney and uh, Adam from oh, what's Alan's, uh, what's Adam's PR company again? Mm. Yeah. Uh, he was with legendary, legendary. at the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he's like, he's like, oh, are you, he saw me texting. He's like, oh, are you bored? Like, like, do you need to go? And I'm like, nah, like, like a friend of mine's like really into this stuff. Um, and super excited. He's like, girl. And I'm like, yeah. And then we fist bumped. <laughs> <laughs> that girl was me. And I didn't even get a fucking autograph. You gotta like talk to them. How long ago? Was I need a Two years ago? Two and a half years. Two comic cons ago. My last comic con ever. Are you going this year? Just call me Sean Madden. <laughs> Madden 2018. Anyway. Love you, Josh. Marry me. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> uh so yeah, um is there um Derek, what what about you? What was like your big stand up from ECC? Was this your first ECC? Uh no, I, this is was I've been three times in total over the last like ten years. Um last time was a few years ago though. It was crazy to see it's expanded a lot even since like my last time a few years ago. Um it was a it, it was across like three buildings this time, which is really interesting. Like they had the main convention center, uh like the connected hotel became the autograph slash photo op area, which I feel oh, like yeah. is an interesting. I feel like it's an inter interesting choice because I feel like if I were like I don't, and maybe I just am different because I go to quite a few of these things at this point. But if I were going to go for a photo op, I feel like I wouldn't be like like it's something where I'd be like passing and I'd be like, oh shit, like it's this person. Oh shit, they have photos or autographs or whatever for this much money. It would be kind of a spur of the moment thing. But to take it completely separate to put it completely separately from the rest of the convention. I feel like I wonder if that was detrimental to it at all. Although it San Diego do the same thing. No, it's like right on the main floor, isn't it? No, the... it's in like a separate building. Mm. It was in that sales building. That's uh, the same... one with all the glass. That's the same that's building. For like that's for like the sales pavilion is for like smaller autograph and photo stuff oh, too. Like okay. it's not the big like this is like the whole thing was over in this other area. Gotcha. Um and then they have like a, another building as well where they have a couple of floors reserved for panels. Uh, and then they had a cool, like a whole floor that was dedicated to cosplay. So there was a couple of backdrops. It, it, excuse me. going back in time. took your job. Shut up, Cortana. Derek, I think you should take advantage of your free health care and go get checked out. <laughs> Uh, I've been through a lot, a and I think that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. 
God damn it, Cortana heard me yelling. It was like, what are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> um, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they have a whole, uh, like, a, another building, panels, dedicated panel area. What was your favorite um, And then they had this cool second floor uh, that was just dedicated to cosplay. So they had some backdrops. The lighting wasn't great, but it was a cool idea. And obviously, if you have your own camera set up, like, a lot of people had their own lighting setups and stuff as well. Uh, but they actually had, like, a huge, like, sponsored cosplay repair station. So if you needed assistance with some makeup or needed something sewed up, like, there's people there to help you out with that. Uh, and I think it was all just by donation, which was really neat. That's cool. Um, I, it was, and the artist alley is, I, I like, I did note all of this in my three-part recap uh, that Shane didn't read. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was, uh, like, their artist alley was massive. Like, it was probably, it was the entire top floor. And it was probably almost as big as the actual convention show floor itself. Because it was over, again, it was over a couple of rooms, just like the main uh, convention. <laughs> Excuse me. Derek's following <laughs> Uh, just like the main convention, it was it was spread out over a couple of rooms, and Spreaded? it was. It, <laughs> I don't think I don't think that happened. I don't think I said that. Jeez, um, it was spread. It was so late. That's why, because you kept me up so long, for so long. Uh, uh, um, uh, it was cool because like Artist Alley area was almost more packed than the actual convention show floor. Like it was harder to get around and to walk around that than any of the other booths downstairs, which is really neat. But one of the things I really did appreciate as well about this show floor is it was huge, um, and there was a ton of people across the entire thing, but it was super well organized, and it was really easy to get around everything, and there was a really good flow. And I feel like it wasn't so, like, I feel like at San, in San Diego, like, because they need to get so many booths in there, like, the paths and the lanes themselves are so narrow that mm -hmm. you're literally just always in the way no matter what. And if you ever stop, so like, people. yeah, and if you ever, like, stop for a second, like, people are mad at you but these lanes were like wide enough that you could go to a booth you could look at things like without having to worry about where you were standing you um, could take pictures of people's cosplay yeah, in the middle of all this yeah which would be, be yeah to. exactly you know we could stand we stood in front of a booth for like half an hour and had a demo of that game like Michaela was mentioning like without ever having to think that we were in the way of anything which is something that uh it's it's really a luxury at this point with these kind of things and it seemed to work really well at emerald city so um so yeah no they've they they even had like like I feel like their app was really good and you could actually they would send out push notifications when certain panels were getting to the point where they were standing room only or they were totally full uh, <laughs> even like push push <laughs> oh god was, push notification is when you two got back to the hotel and you wanted to have sex what <laughs> hey, like not, hey that is terrible hey Mika here's a push notification <laughs> Oh, uh, is that in reference to the head thing? No, it's a <laughs> I like how, like, Shane and Mika are laughing about this. Derek, Josh, and I are just like, the fuck is going on? I'm not... What happened just now? Shane. Uh, um... But yeah, the, anyways, that was all really organized. They even had like there was a there was links to like Uber Eats right within the app, and they had an area out front of the convention center specifically for Uber Eats to drop off. Oh um, uh, yes, just a lot of like it seems like they thought a lot of things and a lot of pain points through, um, and it was super well organized. It, it was very different, like, like as soon as I got in and as soon as I saw all this and I asked one of the staff members a question and they knew the answer to that question and it was correct. It reminded me of, I think it was this past year at San Diego Comic-Con where, like, I mean, the San Diego Convention is, like, kilometers long and there's, like, 
you know, there's gates A through H or whatever. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to go in to get my badge or whatever. And the dude at gate A says I got to go down all the way down to G. And then so I spend 10, 10 or 15 minutes, like, pushing through the crowd to get over to G. Guy G is like, oh, no, you want to go down to A. Did you, did, and- you, did, you, did you find the G spot? God damn it, Shane. <laughs> that was a good one. Was Come on, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave it up to our judges. Josh Jackson, what do you think? Good one or bad one? Uh, <laughs> I was napping. I'm not sure what you said. Anyways, great convention. If you're on the West Coast, not too far away. Uh, it's pretty cool. And uh, much, I mean, you can buy tickets for it. Uh, and it's not impossible to get into like San Diego seems to be at this point, uh, which is a big, uh, uh, it's a big benefit to emerald city i thought of another thing i wanted to say um i noticed that it's like it's a big event with lots of people and lots of stuff going on i did not see a single person being like a belligerent asshole or like being drunk and inappropriate Shane wasn't there Did you have anyone? Did you have oh. anyone going up to any of the voice actors telling them about how they love their work and how they pirate all of it? <laughs> oh my god! What? No, is that a I, thing that happened? I, I've seen that before. I was gonna say, like did someone, I do that? Some no, no. Someone went up to Steve Blum at some anime expo we went to years ago, and he was like, "Oh, I'm a big fan. I love your work." Well, I mean, I don't buy it. I downloaded it all, but I love okay. it. What a prick! <laughs> and I was like, "Why do oh, you? Why do you even go to the trouble of, conclu- of like including that?" But whatever. <laughs> After me and Courtney watched Cowboy Bebop, I showed her like a like a demo reel of Steve Bloom, and um, she. What was your response? Like, oh no, I shouldn't see. I I, I can't see the face. Oh, of, what would you I s- don't. I don't like to actually look at voice actors. Yeah. it ruins things. Yeah. sometimes. But didn't you say he, he critical was- role? No, that's actually for critical role because have you seen Matt Mercer? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I- <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, no, because that happened. Uh, I had a crush on Alistair from Dragon Age, like his voice. Yeah. Um, but and then I looked that at it was a middle-aged actor. woman. <laughs> no, I looked at the voice actor, and it it ruined everything. So now, now unless I I've seen the voice actor before, I've identified their voice, like before I know that's them. I I don't look them up on purpose. <laughs> I thought you said that like Steve Bloom was still dreamy. <laughs> was it? I don't remember. Let me look. Cause I don't remember. Oh no, he's cute. I don't know, not as cute as his voice, but he's still cute. He's got that dad bod thing. I feel personally uh, attacked. Anyways, but yeah, that's that's it for the convention. Yeah, it's obviously it's a video game co- podcast, but uh, I don't know. It's cool to recap that stuff when it happens. We don't yeah. get to do it super often, so yeah, we sh- we should. Never mind. I'm not gonna like add more. Po- I- I'm not Matt Kelly. I can I can barely do one podcast, let alone ten. <laughs> Yeah, let's I don't get know if barely is the right word. Even. Yeah, under control. Josh Jackson, you've been gone for a few episodes. What's been going on yeah. in the world of uh, the Jack Son? Uh, <laughs> what? Um, nothing. I haven't even really been playing much. Just out of but whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, but yeah. Oh, That's oh, oh, oh! What? Nintendo Direct. That that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, that was. <laughs> First off. First off, first of all, like wait, Shane, wait. First of all, wait. Michaela, what games have you been playing so you can go to bed? Oh, I, I'm just gonna say goodbye because I have to go to bed. But also because this is a video games podcast, I will just tell you all I have been playing that Sims game on my phone, and I've had it for less than a week and have already almost put ten hours into it. It's called The Sims Mobile, available on iOS and Android. Oh, I thought Looking you were gonna say Final it. Fantasy 15. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. That's that's not my style. You probably can't dress your characters differently every day in that one. Oh, I'm totally getting this. I need something. It's so fun. Just make sure to get the Sims Mobile and not the city building game. Okay, so I looked. I looked, and I had Shane look for me. I can't get the Final Fantasy yeah, 15 heard game your on phone's my phone's not good enough for some. She has a what? Sony Xperia, and she can't get a Sony first-party game. That's so not weird. my fault. There's something wrong with Sony. Tell us about yeah. the Sims Mobile, Sony first party. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait a second. That's not Sony first-party. It's a Square Enix game. Yeah, and it's on Xbox One. Oh, oh, never mind. Disregard. Uh, Michaela, how's the Sims Mobile? (laughs) It's really good. Tell us about it. You get to, um, there's like quests that you have to do, which is really just like buy furniture for your house and like do a cooking hobby or whatever. And every day there's a to-do list. And so you have to like change your appearance every day so that you can get coins or something so you get to like pick new hair and makeup and pants it's great and uh then you have to like you know build relationships with other fake people in the game and uh that that's fun too i guess but uh mostly it's nice because you can like pick it up and play for a little bit and you can either like hit buttons and use up your energy so that you can keep playing and move things along faster or you can be like okay i'm gonna get into this event and it'll run in the background and they'll finish the event in four hours and you'll still get all the like prizes or whatever from it but you don't have to actually pay attention to it so that's fun and uh did i mention that you get to pick new hair every day because that's great like fun yeah yeah, I may or may not be doing this right now. <laughs> did you did you say how much you put into it in like the last four or five days that you've had it? Yeah, I think like almost ten hours, eight, yeah. nine, somewhere in there. Um, which is I feel like is pretty good because I'm definitely panicking that I'm need to do more schoolwork all the time. Um, whenever I want to do anything, she's like, "Now I got too much stuff to do," and then she put ten hours into The Sims in the last four days. So. <laughs> But it's also great for when you're like on the bus to school or trying to avoid eye contact with your classmates or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Perfect. Anyways, I'm going to say goodnight. Thank you guys for including me in your podcast and for letting me talk about ECCC. And I hope that I get to do more of that stuff in the future. And you're all wonderful. Have a good night. We need to have a podcast where it's just you and me. Bye. All right. Done. Dealt. It's dealt. It's been dealt. Right. All right, well, <laughs> already. I do. I should be Canadian. You're pretty close. Yeah. Nice. You're like a stone's throw away. So yeah, Nintendo Direct. Um, you guys, like, I woke up. That was one of my like sleep in to like 3 p.m. days. Actually, the only day of the week. And uh, I woke up and forgot about it. And all like like the updates you guys were giving me in Slack were so like lackluster. So disappointed with your reporting, gentlemen. You're going back. I wasn't to the... in the Slack. Hey, you were. Oh, I think I just said Smash Brothers. I don't fucking remember. I was in a coffee shop trying to do homework, and then I lost track of everything when they announced Smash Brothers. Yeah, I think the only thing I said in the Slack was talking about uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker for both uh, the Switch and 3DS. Further proof that the Wii U is a great system. I mean, <laughs> in, a, in about a year, we're going to have the Wii U's entire library, and every one of them is going to sell <laughs> 5 million copies, and everyone's still going to say the Wii U sucked. What, um... like it didn't have any games like Captain Toad. <laughs> didn't have any games like Captain Toad or Mario Kart or Bayonetta 1 or Bayonetta 2. Or Smash Brothers. Or Smash Brothers or Donkey Kong. If it only had a, if it only had a Donkey Kong game, this console would have won. Yeah, or a, po- a Pokemon fighting game. <laughs> um, I think the um, my favorite thing about the, the Nintendo Direct was the there was a compilation vid that I saw on 
YouTube from like a bunch of Twitch streamers and their reactions to the Smash announcement. Nintendo, Nintendo wins the like, oh wait, one more thing. Like they, they've, they've won that. They've, they've perfected uh, conferences. I think Nintendo takes full advantage of their ability to disappoint people that their one more thing works so well. <laughs> explain it, explain it, explain it, explain it. It's like, you know, the, they were closing the conference on the Splatoon 2 DLC announcement, and that was great and all, but that was hardly like a, you know, a final announcement. And then that's just their, it's like, everyone was kind of like, oh, that's it, oh, whatever, whatever. And then they're like, one more thing, and all of a sudden it's Smash Brothers. And I mean, how many years were there where they would have like a big E3 Nintendo Direct? There was that one year where it was like nothing, and it was, so, the backlash was so bad that Iwat, I think that was like the year, a few months before Iwat had died, where Iwat yeah. like gave up the apology because their E3 Nintendo Direct was so lackluster. So mm, it's, right. like, it's like, hey, people expect us to... <laughs> People expect us to disappoint them, so let's just set it up that way and then surprise them at the very end. So yeah, if case anybody hasn't seen it, like the the entire Nintendo Direct was was their thirty minute like Spring Direct, and it just there was a lot of like cool announcements. There was a um, a No More Heroes game coming out that I'm like super hyped for. Uh, no More Heroes is one of my favorite game series of all time. I love. Oh, I think that's all I said in the Slack. Actually, now that I think of it, I think you said, "Oh, cool, No More Heroes," and then I was like, "Well, it's not. It's not really a No More Heroes game." It's close enough. Same it's, way. it's Travis Touchdown. Um, I uh, that night I was playing Overwatch and I got to uh, I was like, yeah, Nintendo Direct today, blah 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 blah, and just talking with some like bros and I was like, yeah, there's a new No More Heroes game and they're like, what the fuck is that? And I got to explain No More Heroes to like a bunch of other people in Overwatch and they're like, what? It's a game where you jerk off a lightsaber and like you're a luchador wrestler who like collects hentai. Whoa! On the Wii, that's great. It, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it is great. It's so it's for kids. <laughs> no, it's it's rated M for men. Really? I thought that was funny. Little. It would have been funny if it would have been funny if that wasn't like a seriously a serious sentiment for the last like twenty years in games. But <laughs> instead, it's just depressing. It's time to level uh, up. I think I feel like uh, South Park: The Fractured Butthole. That's a that's a great game for the Switch. That's a great platform for it. It's cool to see. I mean, we're getting so much third-party support in comparison to what the Wii U had. So even though it's like, what, six months after the game came out or more, uh, seeing it coming to that platform at all, I haven't played it yet, for instance. Probably will pick it up on the Switch if I do pick it up at all. Uh, and Okami HD coming to the Switch as well. That's cool. Um, they the only thing also I was are adding Joy-Con motion controls, which I'm stoked for, because playing Okami on the Wii, I think, was the very best version of the game. And I want, I'm hoping that they can... Uh, recapture some of that magic uh, on the Switch controllers. Yeah, I was just bummed out that it seems like they're not going to do a physical release for it because mm -hmm. PS4 and Xbox, I think Xbox One, but I know for sure PS4 has a physical version. But either way, if I get it, it'll be like the fifth time I'm getting this game, which means yeah, I probably right. won't get it this time. It's worth it every time. Although I feel like the opposite, like I like Okami Den with the touchscreen on the DS, I felt like it was my favorite version of it. So being able to have also the touchscreen... Mm option i think is really cool especially because a lot of switch games don't use the touch screen totally and i'm okay with that i'm okay with them having like just like main controller input there's nobody likes touch controls who likes touch controls i like that i just said i like touch controls <laughs> yeah, I, I just i feel like what's it's, a charge it seems like this time around 
there it's a lot more by choice and it feels a lot less tacked on when it does happen because you do have so many control options available um it's a very whereas on the switch or on the wii like the wii felt like they were throwing motion controls in a lot of things that were unnecessary just because it was there uh and same thing with a lot of i mean the wii you didn't get a lot of third-party games but uh sometimes the touch controls felt tacked on and unnecessary and i'm seeing less of that this time around remember how donkey kong country returns you had to like shake the control to roll even though you have like five unused buttons oh yeah yeah i do <laughs> great game though yeah it was a fantastic game. <laughs> what was your um your game of announcement what, were you, what are you most hyped for um for me it i loved the idea of the splatoon 2 dlc but of course like i was saying that pay if we're i'm assuming we're ignoring smash brothers in the I mean, I mean, I mean, okay, all right, your second favorite, because everybody was like, every, everybody was hyped for it. I think and they did it the best. Okay, all right, I'm jumping around. I'm super tired. So I'm jumping around. So they they ended the video with, like, a bunch of live action, like, Splatoon stuff, and they're like, oh, wait, but one more thing. And it was, like, a video of, like, the two uh, Inklings, like, fighting, and then, like, the, the sun goes out, and there's a giant, like, uh, like fiery orb in the sky, and the uh, Inkling girl, like, turns around, and it's a, it's a smash ball, like, reflecting in her iris, and you see that um, there's Mario and Breath of the Wild Link, like, standing there underneath this giant, like, fireball, and it was... Who I'm hoping is going to be a separate character, to be honest. Why? Because Breath of the Wild Link fights so differently than regular Link, and because Zelda's pretty much already long used up all of its notable representatives that they could add to smash brothers fair enough so i was like yeah i, I thought the way that they did it and then it was just a mad mic drop like stream end sorry like smash bros 2018 <laughs> and, and yeah, that was the big news i mean we all know a smash brothers coming eventually but this year that was pretty insane i mean they pulled they pulled a bethesda and a todd howard where it was like fallout 4 next month and it was like what and there's a mobile game now i mean they 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 were pretty close with the like 2018 it's probably mm -hmm. it's like probably gonna come out into summer maybe maybe holiday season so i'm guessing holiday they're they're saving captain toad to push all those summer and fall <laughs> sales so uh but uh derek what was your like second favorite uh of the the direct uh probably it's tough probably captain toad uh undertale huge captain toad fan undertale looks interesting i hit I feel like I own it on a couple of platforms, but have not played it a single time. Um, but it looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, I feel like it's got to be Captain Toad. Just because I like that was probably that was one of my very favorite Wii U games. It had just had so much charm. Um, and to have like a portable version of it now, you know, basically portable either like if you choose the 3ds version or the switch version but also there's going to be a series of new courses um based on uh the kingdoms in super mario odyssey which i'm pretty stoked for um yeah i don't know there's also they're also adding i'm not sure how it works but they will there's there's some sort of multiplayer-esque uh, uh additions to the game coming as well um I just love that game. I don't think enough people played it, like most great games on the Wii U, and I think that it's going to do pretty well this time around. So, I, uh, does anyone else feel they should just let the 3DS die by now? Like, yes, oh totally. I was I was kind of disappointed when they announced Luigi's Mansion and the like Bowser's Inside Story is one of my favorite RPGs of all time, let alone Mario RPGs. But like they announced the remake for that and Luigi's Mansion, but they're both 3DS exclusive, and I was just like, come on! Like everyone's just pretty much ready to move on to the Switch, but they keep they re refuse to let this thing to kind of fade off into the sunset i just i feel like it still has to be price related like you're still at the point where you have families where the you know they're two or they're three or however many kids can each have a 3ds 
and the price of the switch at this point makes that like not feasible um so once i can get the price down a bit which i don't anticipate happening anytime soon based on the current sales but i think once that can happen it'll be a bigger focus on the switch and and you'll see less stuff coming to the 3ds i was i mean i think at the same time i expected there to be no more big games coming to the 3ds or very very few and to get kind of a couple of of major or semi-major releases announced you know at this point in 20 you know halfway or a, a quarter of the way through 2018 i feel like that's still pretty cool for that platform that you know there are still millions and millions and millions of users of i um to, to like back up over um i i agree with you wholeheartedly the 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 3ds needs to like just like like not not burn up but they need to like take that effort and put it like directly into the switch but they make so much money on hardware the, like the, they they have what's the the formula you have to sell so many like consoles until like you break even and you have to sell so much hardware between each like hardware or so much software between each hardware printing like you know whenever like, a console comes out it's like oh the manufacturer is losing so so many um dollars per console they, they want you to buy the software at this point nintendo is like quadrupled their their investment um on the 3ds that it's you know it's still printing them money um but i want to go back to like briefly talk about undertale the the relevancy of getting that game on the switch is actually pretty important from like a licensing standpoint because that game was made in like i believe rpg maker um uh let me consult the book of knowledge real quick but um yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure it was made in <clears throat> rpg maker um uh, it, it was game maker it, game maker that's what it was and game maker like has like a no licensing clause in its tos so to get undertale like it, it was only available on pc so to get undertale on a console let alone like the the switch when nintendo has so much like exclusivity like like and control over things it's very very interesting i would love to see like back like the backroom talks for um getting um uh getting uh like getting that 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 title on the platform i think that's very and that interests me Cause I'm a fucking weirdo, but I think that's cool. No, Shane, yeah, you're not I don't a even weirdo. Follow, I don't even follow Undertale that closely, but I knew enough to know that that was a pretty big deal when it popped up on the direct. Yeah. Um, Courtney, what was your favorite game? Second favorite game of the direct? Um. Well, I haven't paid attention to the direct because I don't have a Switch, so I try not to get too excited about games. But don't you want to? Don't you at least want to have a background to study for when you meet your husband? I mean, I do need a sugar daddy to buy me the Switch still, so I should have paid attention. I think when the direct came out, though, I was uh, up to my knees in salt water. So, because wasn't that when I was on my trip? No. No, when was it? It was last week. So it was when I was dealing with black mold and asbestos. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I, you're right. I should have been watching that instead. Yeah. Was it taking um, your mind off things? Yeah. <laughs> right. The only thing I really, like, because I, I skimmed it, the only thing I really heard about was Smash Brothers, and I don't really play Smash Brothers, so nothing, like, grabbed my attention when I skimmed. I'm really boring. I'm sorry. Mm. No, you're just a bigot. <laughs> listen here, Shane. What? I didn't say it! <laughs> yeah, Shane, listen. <laughs> first of all, first of all. You called me a bigot before this podcast First started. of all, build that wall. Keep keep the Courtney's out, out, out. No Italians for, for the stallion. <laughs> they need to move the wall. They need, a, they need to move the wall further north. <laughs> keep out all the Canadians and the Alaskans. Yeah, that Canada-US wall is next. <laughs> I'm the second farthest south. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> 
Where are you building your border wall, Josh? Wait to build the wall until after you go visit Alaska. Oh. So I don't come back. I so far I only have a one way ticket right now, so I could just stay. <laughs> no, I was telling. I'm, I haven't really found anything I'm super excited for for the direct. Um, but I was telling Derek and Mika before the show when we were talking that um, a lot of like mouse based games have been popping up in my life that I'm excited for, which is strange. Mouse is um, in the animal. Ma- yeah, mouse was... is in the animal, not not the peripheral. Not the pointing device. Um, so I I've been keeping an eye on a game called uh, Ghost of a Tail, where you have the main character you're playing is a mouse, and then I had I really want to play Moss, which is a VR game where you're also playing a mouse, and then I've been getting ads for um, the Redwall game, which name I've completely forgotten, but it's like the Redwall Epic Tale or something like that, and you're a mouse in that game too. So I just thought it was kind of weird that there's all these games all of a sudden with mouse-based heroes, for one, because that seems like a weird, niche thing. So it's a science-based dragon MMO. What is? Does nobody get the meme? No. God, no, I'm such know. a pathetic piece of shit. I mean, no, but uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird. They all look kind of similar too, which I thought was interesting. Um, but I'm excited for all of them. And I kind of want to play all of them. But as Shane pointed out, I don't have a first job, let alone a second job to, to <laughs> support Mika coming to the States. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll see if I can, like, talk to somebody and get them. I guess I guess Ghost of a Tale is only $25, but it's not out. Oh, I guess it came out today. <laughs> I thought it's in the 23rd. That it's was a about uh, ethics and journalism. Like $10 too. No, I was thinking about a different game. There's a different game that comes out on the 23rd that I was excited for. That I also can't remember because it's very late. Is anybody going to see the Tomb Raider movie? Yeah, I'm no. stoked for it. I'm planning on it. I'm going to take my dad to see that because he like played the shit out of the Tomb Raider 2013. Did you see there was a clip that launched a few days ago? And I think it was IGN, but they posted like a side-by-side with the same scene from the game. And it was like pretty well shot for shot. It looked really interesting. Hmm. I think Alicia Vikander is fantastic as well. So it'll be really interesting to see her in, in that sort of role. Um I don't know. I think the action and stuff looks super cool. Like, I think it could be our next good shot at a good video game movie. Uh, or, or like the first game is watch Laura Croft die horribly or watch Laura Croft die horribly, but in the snow this time. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah. there probably won't be the deaths, though, because then she can't just continue. Those death scenes, though, are freaking horrific. What was that, Josh? I said, was that when she gets stabbed through the neck? Dude, stabbed through the neck. It's shot through the heart. And you're too late to give love a bad name. Dun, dun, dun. All right, everybody, why don't we just make that the end of the show? We've been sure. talking about the games we've been playing. What have you been playing, Derek? Uh, just The Witcher 3. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the uh, fuck up. No, no, sorry. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, the Witcher 3, which is the best game of all time. Yeah. And I'm over 40 hours in now, which is so long for me. Like, I'm usually, like, two, three hours. I'm like, okay, I'm done with this game. Like, that was worth my $100. Uh, <laughs> Witcher 3, fucking 40 hours in at this point, and no signs of stopping. But I also took the time away from Witcher 3 to play the farewell bonus episode of Life is Strange Before the Storm. Um, so, so, so so what is, like, what is this? You were crying, crying in the slack about it. I'm, like, do they, like... Is the story so Life over? is Strange Before the Storm is a prequel to Life is Strange. <laughs> uh, which Farewell is a prequel. Happened prequeler. over three episodes. 
Um, and they, for people that purchased the deluxe edition of the game, they actually did a special bonus episode. Um, the main game, you don't see a lot of Max because it, it, essentially you are Chloe um, at a time when this is when Max has moved away to Seattle. So you are kind of watching uh, or being a part of uh, Chloe kind of dealing with all of the stuff that she's been dealing with and her seeing her meet Rachel essentially and become close to Rachel and see all of that happen. Um, but the farewell episode is actually, it goes back in time even further. And it's a, essentially, it's quite a short episode. It's like just over an hour long, which was kind of surprising. Um, but it uh, it's kind of like one last meeting of b- between Max and Chloe um, when they're even younger. So it's just kind of their, their kids hanging out and you just kind of learn how, just kind of how deep their friendship is. Um, it's, it's. It's hard to talk about too much without spoiling it, and I, I know Josh is looking forward to it, so I won't talk Why? any more than I have said in the Slack. But the one thing I was expecting is, um, and Josh, I'm sure you already read this. I don't think it's really a spoiler, but my expectation of this episode was that it was going to be like one last like adventure, like one last meeting, like it's going to be happy. Um, you know, just like saying goodbye to these two pals because when when Life is Strange two happens, um, which will Life be back is... with yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm... so they there is they 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 have announced a sequel to the game, um, but it will. Don't not is working on this vampire game, which comes out pretty soon. That looks really good. But after that, they're supposed to be doing a sequel to Life is Strange, but it will be about different characters, different setting. Um, I don't think anything that that happened in the first game will have anything to do with the second game. But um, so it's kind of meant to be this goodbye to these characters. And so I thought it was going to be, for some reason, I thought it was going to be happy, but anyone that played has played life is strange knows that that is just not the case. Um, I, I like, I think a better title for the game would be like life is awful or something like that. Like <laughs> well, the it's, just story. So, uh, it's just so, yeah. Uh, it's uh, anyways, this episode like broke my fucking heart. Uh, just like every episode did <laughs> almost, but it's, it's just interesting because you basically get this portrait of a character before all of this shit happens to them. And it's, it's I, like, I'm sure a lot of people, but like, I feel like myself, especially I can see myself in that. And because you, you're seeing this character before all of this happened and there's kind of this happy go lucky, like kid or whatever. And then, but mostly, you know, this character from after all this stuff happened to them, like, you know, the person that they became or the shell of the person that they once were, once were, because that's what you experienced in before the storm and in the first season of the game. And so to see the same person, but this person be so different, like, I think it was just very, very powerful. Um, hard not to relate to for sure, but it, uh, yeah, it's probably one of the episodes that stuck with me the most, um, even though it was, the shortest one in the entire series so uh fantastic i like i can't recommend life is strange enough i think it's some of the best storytelling i've experienced in gaming in a long time um you know it has its it has its kind of odd weird nonsensical moments but i don't know that there's a game that i can think of that's affected me this much in a very very long time so it's uh it's definitely worth a pickup uh you can even get the first season on both ios and android i believe now so and uh the first season was a ps plus pick which i have purchased never gonna play it it. i mean i i i I actually um why say anything it's an an easy it's an easy platinum trophy oh yeah i've i've never platinum to do anything well that's because you're a quitter Uh, (laughs) fact fact um the only thing that i've ever uh platinumed or like 1000 was uh 50 cents Blood in the Sand for the Xbox 360. Um, that game, that game was dope. You shut your mouth. That game was fucking lit. 
Isn't there a new 50 cent game in the works? Yeah, it's in the works! No! Shit, I made my PC discoverable on networks to other PCs. Um, Shit, the hackers are coming in. Apagano Las Luchas. No. What? You said it wrong. How do you say? Luces, not luches. What, what do you say? Apagando las luces. Luces. There we go. All not right. Luches. Luch, los, you guys are los. I thought you were saying the lawyer wrestlers. The lawyer wrestlers. Right. Los luchadores. Um, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? God damn it. Oh, you guys should do a bonus stage where you both deconstruct that last episode. I will play it tomorrow. Or Yeah, I'll play it tomorrow to do a bonus stage. Yeah, no, that'd be good. Cool. Hopefully it'll hopefully it'll be posted by the time Life is Strange 2 comes out. <laughs> um and I would love to listen in actually I'm gonna have to listen to it if I'm gonna edit it. Um We'll just I, handle it in thirty minutes. I, thirty minutes or it's free. I I <laughs> that's whew, that's my nickname. Uh in bed. <laughs> um thirty seconds or it's free. <laughs> oh. <yeah>. You didn't <laughs> seem to fucking complain. So let me tell you about the stairwell at the Sheridan in Anchorage. <laughs> oh, damn. <nothing. laughs> oh, no. Ooh, anyway, <laughs> I'm really tired and really stressed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Josh, I tried to... Oh, okay. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Josh, uh, we, need, we need more um, uh, Joshua Jackson airtime. You've been, you've been very, very, very much missed. Is there, is there anything you want to add to the pod? Um... No, my game playing time has been pretty fucking boring. I've been playing the same games I was playing three weeks ago, which oh. is short bursts of Star Wars Battlefront, Street Fighter, Dragon Ball, Monster Hunter. Oh, dude, I haven't played Monster Hunter in a grip. Is there any any new but, thrilling uh, thrilling additions or add-ons? As far as the last day to get the Aloy costume from Horizon Zero Dawn. Do do I need save data on... No. How do you get it? It's not like the Street Fighter one. It's, you have to play this event quest where you fight a giant version of that T-Rex-looking monster. What's it called? The Anaraja or something like that? Anarajara. Anaranth. Yeah. We'll do, it, let's do it right now. No, I'm going to bed after this. Yeah, I'm going to bed too. We're so yeah, tired. But, <laughs> but yeah, oh, I... No, that's not completely true. I started playing Pokemon Red again, and I finally made it to the Elite Four, and fuck, that game's such a fucking boring slog. Like, <laughs> it, especially if you pick Charmander, because this is the first time I picked Charmander in the beginning, it's fucking sucks. Like, that game wasn't built for fire types, but I thought maybe, oh, it's, maybe it's just old and it hasn't aged well, and that's probably the case, but then I switched over to Pokemon's, um gold version and i blew through that game that game's still fantastic mm. uh, but yeah and then i played a little bit of yakuza 6 which i got a advanced copy of and it was pretty great there's like this cam girl mini game yeah you're telling me about that where they have like real i guess fmvs of like real japanese porn stars and it changes depending on how well you do at the mini game where they start getting more and more naked Ooh, is hitomi tanaka in there Anria no. Okita? Yeah. So, sorry, Aoi. <laughs> um, but Are you just making funny. vowel sounds now? Uh, no. Google it was... <laughs> Sora Aoi, Hitomi Tanaka, Anri Okita. I'm just giving you shit. I'm yeah, giving you shit. Yeah. Anyway. It's pretty... It was, it's pretty funny because the character you and I mentioned this on previous uh, when I talked about other Yakuza games because they all have kind of a same similar theme where the main storyline is super serious but then the mini games are all really goofy and out of character so it's like you're in the middle of trying to find your missing foster daughter and as soon as you get in the town this guy introduces you to 
like a computer lab and then the mini game is essentially like since your guy is an old guy who is an older guy who has no experience with technology it's like he's typing really slow with like two fingers and you have to type the proper responses in the amount of time by pressing the right buttons it's pretty funny um but other than that it paints a completely unrealistic picture of japan where you just get into fights every five seconds you're just like walking down the street and the gang just jumps you and you just beat the shit out of the 10 guys all at once just I, to I, do it all over again a few minutes later but yeah then, then, yeah that's all that's all i just think and i'll i'll play i'll play farewell tomorrow and then i'll play more of yakuza and report back next week cool, cool. uh are we gonna do a, a live uh derek derek all right so the week of april fuck the first week of april um i'm gonna be uh coming down to uh america and uh i will be in to regular america to america and i'll be in seattle for maybe a day or two um so uh Geekscape Games live with Derek Kernevelt. What do you think? Did Derek die? I think the great thing about a live video podcast would be that you don't have to edit the sound. Yeah. I think yeah. It, I think Derek did die. I think he rushed out to go find a pirated copy of Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, speaking of, um, I don't know if you guys heard at all, but the, they released a Yakuza extended demo, which is like the entire first oh, chapter yeah. of the game. But it turned out that the file was actually the full game and people got around it to be able to play the full game. So they took the demo down. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Derek died. He he, he disconnected. Like Derek. Yeah. Anyway, rip, rest and rip. So, yeah, we're going to do a, a live uh, Geekscape Games. How about Geekscape Games meetup in Seattle? We'll do that. Uh, and then and then a, 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 then a couple of days later, we're going to um, me and Courtney are going to be down in the um, uh, West Hollywood area uh geek state games live with joshua jackson what do you think why are you gonna be in west hollywood well i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in santa monica don't you live in west hollywood oh, your, your sister right well uh your sis your sister my sister uh <laughs> my, my sister um, hey, if you could find her uh, let me know <laughs> oh, oh, so my sister you carlos lopez juan carlos jonathan london uh just everybody Heidi, Heidi Cox. Heidi's birthday is the ninth. I'm back. We're gonna do something for her birthday. Yay, Derek's back. So, uh, so my answer was: Do you remember several weeks ago when I asked you when you were coming down so I could book it off work? Yeah. Yeah, it's too late now. I told you first week Uh, in April. No, you didn't. You didn't have dates. Uh, But when are you? Are you going to be in Seattle also (laughs) when you come back from? Or are you flying out from California? Or what are you doing? Uh, No, uh, we're 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 flying. I'm flying into uh, to Seattle. Then we're driving down and around America, and then. Uh, back up to Seattle. Like you're driving back up? Yeah. Yes. Do you know when that's going to be? Or or will you know when it's going to be at a Courtney's decent time? In, Courtney's in charge of the return trip. Okay, oh, so God. Courtney, as soon as you know when that when you're going to be back in I'll Seattle, make, let me know and I'll book a day or two off. I'll pin, I'll, I'll pin it down tomorrow for you. Perfect. That'd be amazing. Liddy to titty. I'm going to strangle so, yeah. the shit out of you. What? Liddy to titty? No, I'm going to strangle you because you're so hard to get to plan for. <laughs> <sighs> he ruins most of my plans. Yes. Most of my plans are ruined by Shane. Yes. I'm just going to start making plans for Best you and telling you Best laid plans of ponies and men. You don't make plans. Exactly. Ugh. There we go. So yeah, there's going to be. Can I talk about what I've been playing yet, or so do I just going to sit here quietly? And there's going to be a Geekscape Games Live in um, in Southern California, and then a Geekscape Games Live in Seattle. Um, all are free to attend. Um, look us up on Ticketmaster or on Paper Tickets. They get, they get, I'm going to raise my high. rate. I need a Nintendo Switch for this shit. <laughs> We could start one of those GoFundMes. Yeah. Send me a Nintendo Switch. No, she needs to. <laughs> what games have you been playing? I um, 
I tried playing The Witcher 3 today. I can't figure out why Derek loves it so much. Because I could not get into it. And I know I'm in like a weird slump from trying to finish school. But like I just could not do it for the life of me. I got into Papers, Please. I put Papers, Please on my school laptop for my trip so I could play Papers, Did you know please. you can play it on your phone? I think you told me that, but I think I'd have to repurchase it. You would, definitely. I'm yeah. cheap as fuck. I have a laptop where I could put it on there for free. Did you watch the short film? Not yet. I mm. wanted to watch it with somebody, but that didn't happen. Actually, it looks like it's not on Android. It's only on iOS. Oh, well, there you go. So I have it on my laptop. Uh, it's actually, I found out, uh, it's because I, I have a touchscreen laptop, it's really easy to play with touchscreen. And I found out some tricks that I didn't know from when I played it before. Like what? Um, like, um, so the, the basic premise of the game is that you're checking people's passports against the rules. So um, there will be a rule like, someone has to have a valid passport from a country that's allowed to come in. And I, when I initially played, thought you had to give the reason why we're declining someone entry, but you don't. I'm sorry, you can't talk right now. Go away. Um, Fine. <laughs> the cat, I'm sorry. He's been real obnoxious. Um, so you don't have to do that. You can just decline them and you don't get in trouble. I thought I had to tell them why they couldn't come in. You don't get penalized if you don't allow people in. But you do get penalized if you let someone in who's not supposed to come in. So, like, if they have only a, if they catch you. I mean, they catch me every time I let somebody in. Like, if I fail, like, if someone has an invalid passport or like they didn't have the ticket that they needed to enter, and I let them in anyway, I get a citation every time. I don't know how to not get a citation. Maybe that's so. a trick. Maybe there is no way to not get a citation. I mean, it'll keep you playing forever. That's fine. I love that game. It it satisfies an OCD hole in my heart. So tell us more about your hole. The hole in my heart. Yeah. Speaking. Uh. Well, I was gonna say speaking of, but actually, it has nothing to do with what I was gonna say. Um, no, I was gonna. I was just gonna ask real quick because um, when Mika was talking about playing The Sims earlier, did you guys see how they also added Sims costumes for Final Fantasy 15? Oh, I heard oh, that. Yes. It gave me cancer. Yeah. That's like I don't know. That game's just so weird. Yeah. Uh, I can't play it, so I don't know. So yeah. Anything else, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, oh, oh. oh. I. So, you know, last week, the Chinese New Year event ended on Overwatch, right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't realize it was ending that day, so I got eight of my nine arcade wins and was missing one win for the last box. And then I got home that day, and the event was over. So I was all disappointed, and I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. I'm just going to get my win, and then after I get my free box, I'm going to uh, console myself by buying the Cat Diva costume, right? <laughs> so then I got my one win on the arcade mode. And then I opened that box, and it had Cat Diva in it. Aww. That was fucking great. Like, fuck, fuck Chinese Genji or whatever the fuck else I would have got. I'd take that over any of the Chinese New Year skin so a thousand <laughs> times over. So everything worked out okay. Oh, my God. Cool. All right. That's well, the best feeling, though. Well, that was uh, Level 145 the Geeks Games Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for attending. Thank you so much for viewing. Uh, as always, you can find us on ge uh, Geekscape.net uh, on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I'm at Shannon here on Twitter. SSJ on the gaming platforms. Walter Chips Pound 1725 on Battle.net. Uh, I'm at Dcrinevels on Twitter and Captain K17 across gaming platforms. And the wonderfully illustrious Joshua Jackson. I'm at Inu Joshua on all gaming platforms and all social media. And Miss Kotonotti Dastetaru. Um, you can find me on Twitter at AKGeekyGirl and almost everywhere I'll else wow i'm having trouble with english almost everywhere else i'm geeky girl apagando las luches i am going to murder you Ura.
It's not nice. And where can people find you? I already told everybody. You told half of it. You said, uh, find me on Twitter at AKGeekyGirl and, 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 and then everywhere else, GeekyGirlAK. That's what I said. No, you, you didn't finish. You said, wow, I can't, I can't English. No, I said it again. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll see you guys back here next week. Uh, check us out, Geekscape Games Live. First half of April. Come on down. We'll rent a stadium just for you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Terrible idea. This Hi. is a great idea. It's a drinking game. Every time Shane is casually racist, take a shot. Derek and I are going to be alcohol poisoning, dead. It's a good thing Nico's a nurse. <laughs> <laughs>